whose stock has risen and who's fallen over kind of the first month of the season for the Sharks. We're going to dig into that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first lesson. Probably part of the Locked on Network, we cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow wherever you get podcasts, or you can watch on YouTube as well. And today we're going to be looking at, now that we're kind of a month into the season, a little over a month into the season, Whose stock I think is kind of risen and who's kind of fallen. So we'll look at some of the forwards and the defensemen, uh, the goalies we we know, right? Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood's stock is uh, very, very high compared to where we, he was heading into the season. But I uh, wanted to kind of dig into the forwards a little bit more, dig into the defensemen and see kind of see who's kind of played better than maybe expected or who's up their game and then whose game maybe we, we just looking to see a little bit more from. So before we get into um, everything, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. And if you want to watch or listen to the Sharks uh, as they play the Blues tonight at 7.30 Pacific, you can catch uh, from puck drop to the end horn of the Sharks hometown broadcast on the SiriusXM on the SXM app, Search Sharks. So let's start positive. Um, And a player who's, uh, I think, really come on, especially the past couple games or past couple weeks and... um, and that's Tomas Hurdle, right? Hurdle, who's been asked to do a lot for the Sharks this year, especially without Logan Gator, um, who's still dealing with his injury. No timetable on that. I don't think he's skating yet. Um, but Tomas Hurdle, especially since we've seen the Hurdle Eklund Zettelin line put together, Tomas Hurdle, I think, has really found his game and has really been a driving force for the Sharks to be more competitive recently. Um, and I, I, I we we know what Tomas Hurdle is, especially um, the past couple of seasons. But this se- season feels like a big step for him. And I know last year we you can kind of debate what type of season he had last year if it actually was a bad season or not. But um, while the production he is leading the Sharks uh, in in points right now with eleven points um, so far in in sixteen games with his three goals and eight assists, but he, he's playing. A ton, right? He's playing almost 21 minutes a night. Um, and he is kind of he is the veteran guy who's been here done that for the sharks right now. And it's it's good to kind of see him take that step. Um, that a lot of people you know thought he could take. And uh, again, especially without Couture, who the captain who's kind of been you know the limelight guy, um, and has shielded a lot of, of you know from criticism and whatever, but um Although not only is his, his production matched kind of what he you know is is brought, especially with so many new faces, so many 
players um, kind of making, you know, still kind of getting used to coming to San Jose um, or getting used to the playing in the NHL. Hurdle's been a, a great example of what, um, you know, kind of putting his best foot forward, producing. Um, and I, I really have enjoyed watching Tomas Hurdle play, and especially the, the last week or two with the, well, the line that's been put together. Um, it's just, it's a joy to see Tomas Hurdle ha- playing happy again. So, um, Hurdle's been, yeah, he's been great. We're starting to see some of that production tick up a little bit. Um, again, it's hard to look at production, especially for a team like the Sharks who have scored less than 20 goals this year, right? Um, what are they at right now? I'm, I don't even, it's 21 goals, sorry, 21 goals in 16 games. So it's hard to, uh, it's hard to look at production as a team um when you're literally like just hovering over the goal per game mark uh so that leads me though to my next person Uh, and that's one fabian zetterlin who i think myself included most fans were very very down on especially the way the last season ended um and zetterlin has been an absolute uh he's been great he's been a joy to watch um the way he just kind of that power forward mentality. Um, and again, especially since we've seen this Eklund Zetterlin uh, hurdle line put together, um, but Zetterlin has earned that spot, right? Coming in was thought maybe as a potential, you know, healthy scratch beginning of the season, kind of worked his way from the fourth line for third, fourth line and has worked his way up and has earned his spot as the first line forward for the sharks. And, on most teams, Fabian Zetterlin's probably not a first line forward for you, and he's probably more of a middle six guy, but um, he is making the most of his opportunity right now. And, you know, he currently is the leading goal scorer for the Sharks with four goals um, this season. And I, I think, though, like where we were with Zetterlin as beginning of the season, beginning of training camp to where we are now, is just a completely different player. And you, you see, you see why a lot of Devils fans were kind of bummed about him getting traded. Um, and the the hope now is, can he continue to keep it going? And then what happens when guys like Barabanov and Couture come back? Can Zetterlin, if, is he going to continue a, a top spot or is he maybe going to get shuffled down? If he does get shuffled down, can he continue to produce um, the way we have seen him produce so far this season? So, um, I really like that Eklund Zetterlin hurdle line. Um, We'll see if they continue. I assume it's going to continue on on Thursday's game against the Blues um, based on practice reports that we saw on Wednesday. Um, But I I think, though, from what you have seen from Zetterlin, this is what you get. And I think a lot of the times we, you know, you talk about trading a guy, da da da, just throw him in, et cetera. But like, you could tell that he just was not happy and it was a bit of a, a shock to him that he got traded last off season or last season. And you see just a, a player who's come to the rink and is looking to produce and kind of looking to prove himself uh, night in and night out. And I, I that's what I really enjoyed about Zerlin just that kind of full bore go, go, go mentality that he's had. So, um, and then the final guy uh, who I think has ex- kind of seen his stock, raise up a little bit as much as it Luke Cunning, um, who again, Luke Cunning, not my favorite player to watch, but um, I think though he has really, I think started to kind of 
rounded to form, especially after his knee injury. Um, and you could tell just kind of playing hockey again, where he is really, you know, kind of finding his game again. I know he's got two goals in the past two games, um, but just the, the style he plays is something that the Sharks just don't have a lot of right now is that kind of combination of grit and skill, um, right? You can be skilled, you can be gritty, but that, that combination of, of the two together, if you're going to be gritty, at least like provide something with it, uh, some skill with it. And, and Cunning does that. I still think he is playing above his weight a little bit, playing on the second line. Um, you know, I think he's more of a, like kind of a high energy third line forward. And again, when we start to see some more bodies return for the sharks, we'll probably get slotted down a little bit, but um, he's making the most of his opportunity. And, you know, he, he's done a lot with it. So um, again, kind of, where we were at the beginning of the season to now, I think Cunning's got kind of got his legs back underneath him and is kind of rounding into form, especially after missing so much time coming off the ACL injury. And um, you know, a lot of guys with the ACL takes, you know, it takes some time. It's almost that, you know, you miss a year and then it's almost a year of just kind of playing again before you kind of feel comfortable and get back to where you were pre-injury. So um yeah, I I I think. Cunning's played pretty well. He's gotten a bigger role, um, you know, especially on the penalty kill, um, you know, which is, I think, I think he could become a really, really uh, solid penalty killer for the Sharks. And something I talked about during the off season, I wrote about as well is where I think he's got that kind of tenacity to be a good penalty killer. And I know the Sharks penalty kill right now is, is abysmal, but um you can still kind of shift out bright spots from it. And I think Cunning has been, uh, has been pretty solid so far. And again, where we were beginning the, the season to where we are now, I think Cunning's really seen his stock rise. Um, so before we get into some of the guys who've maybe haven't, you know, kind of fulfilled what they needed to, or maybe uh, came out hot and have kind of cooled off, um, just need to take a quick break here. If you want to get tickets for whatever the next big sporting event, maybe you want to go see the Warriors, uh, maybe you want to go see the Sharks, maybe you want to go see the Niners, um, go see a comedy show, go to a concert, whatever it is, Game Time is the way to go to get tickets. Um, They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Um, You can see your view from the seat before you buy. That way you know what you're going to expect when you get there nothing worse than buying tickets and getting there and you realize you have a bad seat actually the only thing worse is buying going to buy tickets and then you go check out and there's a bunch of fees added on you don't have to worry about that with game time all in prices show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees you can buy tickets in seconds with two taps and game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of that even an hour after it starts is the place to find last minute seats so take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the app create an account and use code locked on nhl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code locked on nhl l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-h-l for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed at highland we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. 
Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. All right. Um, before we continue, do you want to let you guys know that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories on the day with local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, um, let's get into some guys who maybe have seen their stock kind of uh, drop a little bit. And I, I think I'm going to have to start with Philip Zadina. Um, Zadina, who started out the season really well, I think his play has kind of dipped a little bit. Um, you haven't, of course, you haven't seen the production. I know we got a goal the other night. Uh, and you've seen some flashes, but you just haven't seen the consistency. And he's been kind of stuck on that third line. And I don't know if maybe he's one of those players maybe needs to play with a little bit more skilled players around him. Um, but I just, I watching Zadina, you're kind of left with wanting a little bit more out of him. And again, it's still very early in the season and there's still a long way to go. And the Sharks are still missing a bunch of pieces, but I worry when guys like Kotor and Barabanov get back, where does Zadina kind of fit in? Right. Um, you know, maybe playing with, if Granlin gets bumped down to the third line, playing with Granlin um, might might be a, a spark for his game because um, we know Granlin is able to pass and, you know, kind of find guys. We've seen Granlin's passing, um, but I'm just kind of left with a little, like wanting a little bit more out of, out of Phillips Adina. So, and I still think it's, it's, we're still a month into the season, right? And there's still a lot of hockey to play and the Sharks are still kind of trying to figure themselves out right now. Um, but again, there's, there's, you're just, it's hard to, to kind of quantify, but it's just like, uh, just you, you, I think you kind of go like where shifts where you just kind of real like, Oh, Zadina was out there. Zadina was out there. You know, um, you know, you, maybe you go like, a, you know, half a period and you're like, Oh, what's Zadina been up to? And you, you know, you just been kind of out there doing his thing and you just, he's as been as, as noticeable as you like. And I still like the signing by Mike Greer again. I still think once I think he needs to be playing with better players, but unfortunately right now the Sharks don't have a lot of good players. Um, so I'm interested to see when Couture comes back. If assuming Grandland goes to the three C position um if zadina stays on that line and maybe you have a, a zadina hoffman granlin uh line like you could kind of talk yourselves into that a little bit more where can i provide some secondary scoring and then if zadina can continue to um i think just be a little bit more noticeable going forward so that that's kind of what i'm ho- looking for over the next couple of weeks for for zadina is um do something where I remember, oh, yeah, he did had a nice play in, in at that part of the game. So um, another guy whose stock is down is Mike Hoffman, uh, who was supposed to come in and, you know, provide some scoring punch for the Sharks. And he, I guess he did get his first goal, but it took, you know, that was game 15 for you to get your first goal. You know, he's been a healthy scratch um, and he just has 
struggled, honestly struggled with the with the Sharks. And David Quinn said it uh, after Tuesday's game where you just need more out of him. Um, and again, it's it's I know it's a tough situation. The Sharks have not scored, and it's it's hard to pin. Um, any of this on on one player um but it is mike hoffman it, it's it's been a tough watch for him and um again it's you can kind of just go an entire game and be like oh yeah mike hoffman played 15 minutes tonight and what do you remember what he did during that game and a lot of the times it's no i don't remember seeing mike hoffman do much other except for skate around um or deflect a a gudis puck that goes goes behind uh blackwood but like you you were hoping to get like can you at least, if you're just going to skate around, can you at least provide some scoring, pow- some punch? Um, and he just hasn't done that, right? And I know he's playing, he's playing top on the power play, like top on the power play. But like, personally, I'd rather see a guy like Gushin or Zetterlin, who are both on the power play, to get those opportunities because I think they've done more uh, so far, and I think those guys can provide a different skill set uh, right now, especially um, when you start to get healthier and healthier. I just, Mike Hoffman right now is just not doing it for me. So, and then another guy who's kind of in the same boat um, is Kevin LeBanc. And you knew going into the season, this was a huge season for LeBanc who's entering the last year of his deal. Um, there was, uh, you know, potential trade piece for LeBanc. I, with a little tough with his contract, but um and LeBanc is just kind of the, a lot of the same thing. And I know he's playing worse minute, you know, kind of a worse position a lot, usually on the third or fourth line. Um, but it's, it's just, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a healthy scratch for uh, Thursday's game against the blues. And it's all the same thing, right? You just, wanting a little bit more and he's definitely been passed by a lot of different players on the depth chart and he seems to kind of get in and out of david quinn's doghouse and it's just it's been ever since he signed that contract it's just been a kind of a terrible a terrible experience for him i think and i'm sure he's looking forward to a fresh start um after the season when he can hit free agency and go sign some results but yeah um you were hoping maybe you would come out knowing it's a contract season um you know maybe you get that that contract you're bump where you're hoping to kind of like produce a little bit more to try to try to kind of bump up your term and and stuff but um LeBanc has been really disappointing this season you know um he's scored what one um pulling up so LeBanc has two assists so far in 12 games um a guy who kind of made his, his you know as a potential scorer especially as a power play guy I know he hasn't played much on the power play but like it's just it's just not clicking for LeBanc this year. So um, I think everybody is going to be ready for a fresh start win for LeBanc uh, heading forward into the next uh, offseason. So um, before we move to over to the blue line and talk about uh, some guys who I think have played much better and some guys who are, again, struggling, I'm uh, just going to take a quick break. Right now, you can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, uh, because new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning. 
$5 money line bet. It's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. Uh, just keep hammering that. And then uh, if A-Chain plays this weekend for the Dolphins, it looks like he is. I'm going to take an A-Chain touchdown because uh, the dude only scores touchdowns every time he touches the ball. So visit Fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's get into the blue line, and we'll again start positive. And uh, one guy I want to highlight is uh, is one Ahochiak, uh, who I know his first couple of games uh, were, of course, the games where the Sharks get uh, absolutely pummeled, and you know the the Vancouver and Penguins games. Um, but I think he's been quietly playing some pretty pretty good hockey hockey excuse me um especially considering his partner Jan Ruda and Ruda's I think played a little bit better recently but um Ahochuk though you you see what kind of makes him very tantalizing for for if you like your kind of stay at home defensive defenseman he's physical um and he you know I think he's smart with the puck um he's you know his positioning I think is getting a little bit better and I I, I do like the way he has played recently and kind of very blue collar workman attitude. Um, you know, I, I think they're the sharks. They were very excited about getting him in part of the Timo Meyer trade. Um, I think he needs a different partner. Um, someone maybe who's got a little bit more puck moving up availability, but I think a played pretty solidly so far. And, you know, lo- looking at his, again, playing with Ruda and this sharks team has been, pretty much stuck in their own end. Um, you know, their, their numbers in 85 minutes played, they have uh, not the greatest course shot attempts, 40.9%. Um, they've given, they have 61 shots, given up 88, um, you know, and, but like, I don't know. There's just something about the way he plays. I kind of do like the way he plays. And, um, and in their 83 minutes, 85 minutes, they've only given up three goals, which again, they had two goals for and they've given up three goals. Like three goals in for what we've seen from the Sharks um, isn't the worst, worst thing in the world. So, um, but I do like kind of what we've seen from them, you know, kind of in comparison uh, for our Ruda has played like uh, half the time and they've given up three goals uh ferraro burrows who's played uh, about 10 minutes less combined have given up seven goals like just for comparison so but oh uh, check i've actually really interested i can kind of see why my career i see why my career is very very tantalized by him so um i want to see him again see him with a different partner uh and see kind of what happens with him like um he would be honestly like the perfect Eric Carlson uh, partner because of, you know, Eric Carlson does things, but um, maybe when Muka Madulin comes up um, or maybe like a Henry Thrun who have a little bit more offensive skills, I'd like to see those guys kind of paired together um, going forward. So, but a ho check, I I've, again, really enjoying what I've seen from out of him now that he's kind of, Again, he's also another guy who's coming off an injury and maybe starting to get his legs underneath him much like Luke Cunning, but um 
enjoying what I've seen out of him so far. So, um, and then another guy, uh, again, going to just try to stay positive here for, with uh, some of these guys. Um, and I know I just mentioned he had some terrible numbers, but Kyle Burroughs, though, I think has provided a little bit more than I expected. Um, again, I know him and Faro have not been a good tandem together, um, but I really liked what I've seen with Burroughs, kind of what he's brought to the Sharks. Um, again, I'm not the biggest grit and grind type of, of player uh, or kind of fan of players like that, but I think he has brought, you know, if, if you're going to be a gritty defensive team or units, he has brought that with him. And um, again, for a signing that a lot of Sharks fans were a little kind of scratching their head about, I think he's played pretty solid so far. I'll be, it's just right now, there's just so many pieces and there's potential Jake McDonald coming back. uh, Benning's supposed to be on his way back. And the Sharks definitely have a log jam at defenseman. And I'm curious to see what they do with some of these guys going forward. Um, But like Burroughs, I think is, you know, he's a good six or seven defenseman for you. And I think he's played well so far for the Sharks um, and what we've seen. So, um, stock down, I, there's one place you have to go, and that's Mark Edward Vlasic, who has literally seen his minutes going down um, and talked about it on yesterday's episode, but it's the end is here for Mark Edward Vlasic, and we'll do a whole episode on kind of what to do with Vlasic and kind of your the different options w- with Vlasic going forward, um, probably maybe next week or the week after, and, you know, depending on, on what Vlasic's his play or what the Sharks kind of do with him, but you're, is he every time he's out there, it's just kind of a struggle with him. And, um, you know, looking at like who he's partnered with and kind of like their shot attempts, and you know, it's always like Vlasic's group is always near the bottom, um, of that, you know, like. Vlasic Benning in, in 30 minutes of 25% shot attempts. Vlasic Ruda, uh, 31% shot attempts, uh, like Corsi for like, even like Vlasic Burroughs has been okay-ish at 42%. Um, and then, but like, that's pretty much your high for like any substantial amount of time is, is, is that, and it's just been whoever Vlasic has played with has kind of it feels like an anchor um and so yeah i don't know what to do with Vlasic. it's gonna be a long yeah so um other than that i think for the defenseman again it's been a lot of kind of what you would expect uh you know small shout outs shout to some guys i think um addison who you can kind of start to get see his his, his game starting to come together here a little bit and I think once he gets a little bit more comfortable, continues to get some more practices in and gets to know the guys. You saw flashes of it, I thought, on on Tuesday night, which was kind of like for the first time kind of seeing flashes of it. Um, And we'll see how he continues and if the power play can kind of start to get on track with him running it here, um, what what he can do with it. And again, it's so hard with just how bad this team is right now to kind of separates who's doing good especially when you look at like the analytics who's doing good because of just how bad everything gets dragged down right now by just how bad this team is so um but yeah i I think addison you can start to see a little bit of the flashes for it um and then you know i think like 
Ty Emerson, what he's gotten in there. You've seen, you know, again, why he is a, kind of a, a intriguing player. Um, looks like he might be running power play two here. So that's kind of a, a little bit of a bump up for him. So hopefully he can kind of take some and run with it here. So um, interesting to see again, there's how the sharks continue to kind of pair these veteran guys um, and some of these younger guys and kind of who can, which groupings can kind of start to, to kind of figure things out here as the season goes on. So, and who can be part of a long-term solution, right? That's, that's what the, the crux of this season is, is who can be long-term solutions for you, or at least pieces for you going forward. So um, that's going to be it for me today. We'll be back tomorrow uh, to discuss these, uh, this blues game. As the Sharks take on the Blues tonight at 7.30. Um, very interesting as the Blues have kind of really figured things out uh, over the past couple of weeks and have been, I think, 6-4 and four in their last 10. So um, be pretty interesting to see what the Sharks can do, especially with that top line that has been uh, on fire for them. So uh, we'll be back to to discuss that um next week we have a fun interview uh, alex young joins so um already have that recorded it's a good interview really fun to talk to him so that'll be coming out next week um as we kind of get get ready for uh, american thanksgiving as the, the season's really here now that we're in american thanksgiving um and then start getting ready for the uh the run towards christmas and then uh we'll start draft stuff here pretty soon probably before christmas this year we'll probably start draft stuff so um that's going to be it for me today um make sure you guys are following wherever you get podcasts and of course you can watch on youtube as well uh you can follow the show on twitter facebook and instagram at lockdown sharks you can follow me on twitter at my fry hole until tomorrow bye friends <laughs>